0: I'm Sandra Ezekosini and these are your hard facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon, I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your Hard Facts. I had a very nice weekend and I'm sure that all 630,000 of you did as well. Uh, Well, here's hoping that you did, honestly. Also, a lot happened in Nigeria and so today we're going to start with the big weekend. Let's talk about Lagos State Government's Guidelines for Reopening Schools. Then let's talk about uh, the claims that the Attorney General has removed some of the NBA's exclusive powers. Then let's talk about Desmond Elliott, a Lagos House of Assembly member, saying godfatherism is good. And then we'll talk about Abbasanjo's open letter and the presidency's response. Also, let's talk about the latest ruling in the P&ID case. Chukwudi will bring you Checkpoint, as always, at 4 p.m. Today's Big hard Fact will have us having a conversation about the ongoing deregulation of the petroleum sector. First, we had the removal of, of the subsidy, right? Now, uh, NMPC is talking about selling a majority stake in the refineries. I'm going to have a guest from Steers Business, and we're going to be talking about the implications of these moves. Of course, you get news up at the top of every hour you need to listen to every minute of today's show so that you can play just a minute and win it's not happening right now it's not happening in the next hour in the next two hours right just keep listening and uh, keep your ears peeled for when it'll come your way right now let's get started with the big weekend the big, the big weekend yeah. is your channel School ready to reopen next week. How do lawyers feel about the rule change by the Attorney General? Can Godfatherism ever be a good thing? What do you think about Abasanja's latest remarks? And also, what do you think about the good turn for Nigeria in the PNID case? It was a big weekend, Lagos. Let's talk about it. So our first story is the reopening of Lagos schools next Monday. So today, uh, universities were reopened. And next Monday, uh, primary and secondary schools will reopen. It only applies to primary and secondary schools. Kindergarten and uh, other pre-primary schools are still closed. For public schools, Only JS3 and SS2 will restart next week. Everybody else has to wait. Government says that they want to stagger the reopening because of social distancing. Now, they did not give us any specific guidelines for private schools. They just told private schools to reopen, but they should use the same techniques uh, that the public schools are using, like staggered classes. So I guess each private school will decide how they will do their own reopening. So that's our first story our second story is the brouhaha over the nigerian bar association and the attorney general abubakar malami he announced a change to the rules of professional conduct those are the rules that all lawyers in the country must follow before now before a lawyer could submit a document in court the document must have a stamp and a seal from the nba but now malami has refused has removed that requirement So in theory, anybody can submit a document in court and the NBA no longer has a monopoly of who can go to court. And a lot of lawyers have been kicking against that all weekend. We'll talk about that. It's coming up. Our third story brings us back to Lagos, Desmond Elliott. He says Godwin Obaseki should stop dissing godfatherism. After all, he, Desmond Elliott, is a product of godfatherism. He says Godfatherism is good for Nigeria because Godfathers use their powers and influence in the best interest of the people. Yeah. From the lofty heights of Commander-in-Chief, General Bassenjo has descended to the lowly level of Divider-in-Chief is our... Next story on today's Big Weekend. who said that. That's our fourth story. The president's media aide was responding to Obasanjo's comments last week where he accused President Buhari of mishandling the social, economic and political situation creating divisions in the country. Now, you know what I always say whenever Chief Obasanjo is in the news. It's always funny to me how the same people... The very same people who criticized him six years ago are praising him as a statesman today. And those who praised him before are calling him a confessionist today. <laughs> so I wonder, is it Obasanjo that has changed or is it the people reacting to Obasanjo that have changed? our final story on today's big weekend is some good news remember the p and id case they sued the government for breach of contract on a gas deal and they got awarded 8.9 billion dollars. the government wants to appeal that judgment uh and now a uk court has agreed to hear the appeal And pending the appeal, the court has ordered PNID to give Nigeria 1.6 million dollars. That's part of our costs for filing the appeal. So this is not a final judgment. It's basically the court saying Nigeria has a case to make. We want PNID to share the the costs of the court uh, for now. Now we have to go deep into these stories, of course, but before we go deep into these stories, let me hear your initial thoughts. Has your child's school given you any information about reopening whatsoever? Do you think Malami is making the right decision with the NBA? Do you agree with Desmond Elliott about Godfatherism? Why do politicians' opinions on Obasanjo change once they enter or leave office? And what do you think about the PNID decision? Have you been following that story? 0700 993 993 993 993, 993 993. You can send your thoughts to us via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080 959 75805. 080 959 75805. You can tweet at us at Nigeria Info FM. And of course, Facebook is Nigeria Info. Ninety-nine point three. Agwoma is in Bagada. Hello, Agwoma. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Thanks for calling us.
1: Yeah, my name is Agwoma. from Bagada. Yes, go ahead. Um, I, I want to uh, respond to the insults uh, methods against uh, the former president Abassanja mm. by Share Gaba.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's unfortunate when younger ones rise like that. They forget the respect that should be given to elders. And besides that, this administration, compared to Obasanjo's administration, this administration has nothing to write home about in comparison of the two. And uh, Nigeria, both in security, both in economy, have gone down low since the entrance of this administration. And so for Obasanjo, to criticize the president government, constructive criticism, I I, I know, Hmm. Um, and for them to react that way is a great insult, not only to uh, to, uh, the former president, but to Nigerians as a whole. I don't know why this government is intolerant of uh, diverse opinions on issues. Look at insecurity. Can you compare the level of insecurity in Nigeria uh, as far the time Obasanjo was head of uh, government? So you cannot. The economy. What about the economy? What about the depth of Nigeria as as it were? So who is uh, uh, Shehu to insult the former president in that manner? So it's, 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 it's a great insult anyway. Nigerians are seeing what they what they do when they come come out from there. They will tell you either there is something they drink there that is no longer they are they are, they are now in the uh, sand. So uh, I think uh, they should mind their words. It does not matter where you are now. Situation change. Thank you.
0: Thank you, agoma for calling us. Comrade Akban is up next. He's also in Bagada. Hello, Comrade Akban. Thanks for calling.
3: Thank you, my sister. Mm. How are you doing? Happy new week. Happy new week. <laughs> I, I I want to believe you are fully recovered now. Yes, I am. Thank you. We thank we thank God for you. Thank um, you. You have come right up, and I think uh, my wife is a teacher.
0: Okay.
3: Um, there is this uh, serious preparation as I'm speaking to you. I mm. don't think she's at home now. Um, she's with her proprietress.
2: Okay.
3: And every other teachers trying to have their own uh, preparation to put things in place so that when uh, those pupils actually resume, they will not have issue with government. Mm. I think that is what she's doing right now and every other private um, uh, schools. Mm. I think um, the private schools are better prepared if you ask me more than the government, which we call them public schools. I challenge them, they are listening. So I think a private school would do better rather than the, uh, some of the public schools. Some of these public schools, as I speak, you you can't move in the is all over the place, mm. dust in the classrooms and all that. So that is that on that aspect. Um, let me talk about good things that has happened to Nigeria as a, as a country. The one you mentioned, P and ID, I think the foreign judge, actually mentioned and observed pointed out that um the efcc which was headed by magu ibrahim magu then mm. did a marvelous job and i listened to magu's uh, legal team uh this uh, lecturer in the either Unilag, uh, wahab situ either or Lassu or whichever one but he's a lecturer and um he pointed out a lot of paragraphs we should go and read about in that case the wonderful work Magu did. I'm a fan of Magu, okay. if you ask me, yes. So that is that is a good one for us here. Um we forgot that um some people who were in government then they are the ones who criminally allegedly sold Nigerians to P and I D and that was discovered. You 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 sold the whole country and today people have the 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 gods to talk about the inefficiency of Buari. if Buari is so uh, inefficient then why this case and all what he has as a structure has come up with and look at where we are now is it was it the time of uh, Buari that this issue no it was time of PVP Jonathan precisely Dr Jonathan good luck precisely but thank God for this uh uh, issue coming to Baba Baba, Obasanjo it's statement. You but I have, have to mention,
0: statement. before you move on, I have to mention that the judge has not ruled on whether or not this deal was fraudulent. The judge has simply said the Nigerian government has brought enough evidence to reopen the case.
3: Uh, but technically, if you look at it, it was all about, oh, come and do this job. And the paper and all the way, the, the, the manner, how they file such an agreement, was not made known to relevant authorities like a judiciary or national assembly and that is why it alleged the judge it.
0: the judge has not ruled on that
3: yeah yeah, that's what I'm saying I, I, I use the word alleged
0: no you so, can't you no know, you, the, f- the first few things you said was that oh they said come and bring paper come on we we can't uh, have a conversation about what a judge has not ruled on when the judge rules then we can have a, a conversation about it right I, I agree with
3: you my mm-hmm. sister mm-hmm. but um, the way the, the position of the case now mm. is what I'm talking about. We are happy the way it is now. We don't know tomorrow because we are not uh, judge. Yeah. Okay. Then on Baba Obasanjo, he's mm-hmm. an elder statement. Nobody can take that away from him. Um, If you ask me about African politics, I think Baba Obasanjo, he does well. He did well in the time past mm. and he's still doing well. But coming at home, uh, I don't think he's doing well at home here because we all witnessed uh, when he wrote a letter against Dr. Jonathan Goodluck, who, who he, he, he saw as a political godson and he became a godfather then, the godfather that uh, some PDP supporters are kicking against. But Baba Sanjot brought Goodluck, Goodluck Jonathan up and he made him uh, the president of this country. And so, if he has come up to say anything about uh, the current president, uh, military-wise, the current president is his junior officer. So you won't see Buari talking to Obasa and Joe Baba Obasa. He won't hear that because both of them, they respect the tenet of the military. So he has the right to say whatever he wants to say. But all I know, Nigeria in the hand of Buari will not break. Why you see all this noise, you hear all this noise is because the free money people have been getting for 16 years, that money is not forthcoming. The economy people are talking about, somebody will call and tell you, oh, how much was the bag of rice? The bag of rice, then, I will call it sodo economy or call it voodoo, whatever one. They use government money to import those things with their, from their cronies. Their cronies will bring in, oh, enough food and all that. Was it free? It was not free. And the man stopped all that. He said, let it be a homegrown economy. He blocked the borders. Now, uh, local farmers are smiling to the banks. And today now, he has brought up another policy that will make all of us here to sit down and generate our own food. He said, don't import fertilizer. Don't do this. Don't do that. Let's use our brain and be creative at home. So whosoever is supporting uh, Baba Obasanjo, he has the right to do so. But all I'm saying, Nigeria is better served in the hand of Wari than the hand of the PDP leaders in time pass. Good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon, Comrade Akpan. Thank you for calling us. All right. Uh, Stanley is in Lagos Island. Is he still on the line? Uh, Stanley, sorry about that. If you can call back, please do. 99.3. Hello. Yes,
1: yeah, Sandra. Good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon. What's your name, sir?
1: Paul, I hope you're okay now.
0: I'm better. Thank you.
4: We really <laughs> miss your
0: voice. Okay. I've been back since now. I was on air last week now.
4: Uh, yeah, Sandra, I, tried, I want to tell you what I experienced on the road. Okay. Uh, please, the people that are in charge of our forces, hmm. both the military, the police, the SAS, hmm. the customs, there should be urgent attention paid towards the road from Shagamu to East. It's terrible. Sandra, do you know that these people will stop horses because I took a commercial bus. Okay. I decided to go by road, not by air. Okay. And then they will ask passengers to bring their phones.
0: hmm Paul? Paul? Oh, I'm sorry. Call back, Paul, if you can. We've got Mutanda in Agor Palace. Hello, Mutanda. Welcome.
5: All right. Uh, Sandra, good day. Good day. You um, see... What happened in Nigeria? Sometimes when I'm watching the news and reading the news as well, it gives me happiness in mm. some aspect. In the fact that Nigerians deserve what they needed and they got it. Okay. Because this is the same crew. Um, Obasanjo was the one that kicked against Jonathan's regime. He get out, muzzle out everything, and make sure Jonathan get out of power. And she did. He's coming against. The so-called God for which is the, I think, should I say, he is the founder. One word, or the, other, the other. Now, that's over. My own brother, Apan, he's not a comrade. He calls online and says, blood brother and this and that. But in thinking that the government does not have uh, the uh, economy. The, the government, Nigeria today, is not conducive for the so-called local products or whatever. Where is the power go, that they're going to store this? Food off. Where is the fertilizer? Where is the power? Where is the manpower? It is not provided. And people keep calling simply because the danger is in Akampa. I'm from Akampa. And you got whatever it takes in that place. But it says in it doesn't even know what's going on in that place. And the government is now uh, talking about the issue with the uh, local product, local rights, broad fine, I'm not against it because it's all about boosting the economy of Nigeria. Hmm. But is the government doing do that uh, the, the condition environment for this atmosphere the answer is not now i'm sure i want to bring this on somebody was making a mistake they said my brother mentioned this guy in the united states donald trump say he's just father father that God's federalism that brings him in the power please do me a favor to tell him that i was in the united states i lived 20 good years in the united states there's nothing like fatherism that brought trump into power trump uses billions and then step in it, in the population. And they know this is a right choice that we can use now to attack the Democrats. And it works for them successfully. And the guy gets in the power. When they want to compare United States with America, they should should not figure that we don't have what it takes. United States like what we have in this place. There's nothing to be be talked about in Nigeria. Thank
0: you. Thank you for calling us, Mutanda. That's where we uh, take a pause and dive deeply into the stories today. If you just joined us, hello. You're listening to The Big Weekend every Monday on Hard Facts. We take a look at the biggest stories from The Weekend and we start the show with that and then we move on uh, to Checkpoint where we talk about security-related matters and then we bring you a big hard fact uh, for the day. And today we're going to talk about the deregulation of the oil sector in Nigeria at five. That's when that's coming your way. But on today's big weekend, we've talked about the Lagos State Government's guidelines for reopening schools. Uh, We will talk about uh, the claims that the Attorney General has removed some of the MBA's exclusive powers. Then we're going to talk about Desmond Elliott. A Lagos House of Assembly member saying that godfatherism is good. We will also talk about Obasanjo's open letter and the presidency's response. And then we'll talk about the latest ruling in the PNID case. These are our big stories from the weekend. Let's talk Lagos. The The Big Weekend.
6: You thinking of buying a reliable quality car without the hassles? Do you want to avoid the oral stories of fraudulent car sellers? Do you also want a convenient option to pay for your car? Small, small Betacar.ng is here for you. If you're a salary earner or business owner, you can now buy quality certified Tacumba cars with only 30% upfront payment and spread the rest over 12 to 18 months in installment. That's peace of mind and convenience. There's more, better. You also get your first full tank free. What are you waiting for? Visit www.betacar.ng That is B-E-T-A-C-A-R dot and get started. For more Information, call us on 0809 460 0008. Yes, that's right, it's 0809 460 0008. Thanks and conditions apply. Bye, Betaka. Bye, peace of mind.
0: the big, the big weekend. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. It's uh, 3.28 at the moment. Let's talk about Malami and the change to the RPC. RPC is the Rules of Professional Conduct. Now, some lawyers are saying that Malami has acted illegally. Malami, in the Gazette, says he can change the rules because as Justice Minister, he is the President of the General Council of the Bar. But we have various sands and other lawyers insisting that he doesn't have that power. They say only the general counsel of the bar as a whole can amend the RPC, not the president acting alone. So right now we have a... We have a lot of back and forth coming out of uh, the NBA. Femi Falano says he will challenge the rule in court. Olumida Akbata, the NBA president, issued a statement in which he said, I have seen and read statutory instrument number 15 of 2020 making the rounds on social media and which purport to amend the RPC. I am engaging with the Honourable Attorney General of the Federation on this issue and will provide further updates on our next steps in the coming days. In the meantime, our position is that the RPC has not been amended as no authority was given for its amendment. I therefore enjoin all legal practitioners to remain calm and continue to conduct their affairs in the same manner as they did prior to the issuance of the instrument, end quote. So, Abata is saying, this document circulating on social media is not legally binding because due process has not been followed. And all lawyers should ignore it. Now, for this story, I hope that I hear from a lot of lawyers. You guys are bound by the rules of your profession. You are the insiders, right? I have a simple question. Who has the authority to amend the rules of professional conduct, RPC? Is it the general Council of the bar as a whole or the Attorney General acting unilaterally as its president. Now, let's talk about the implications of this amendment. If it is legal, basically, lawyers will no longer need a seal and stamp from the NBA to submit documents in court. Now, those who agree with the change are saying that the NBA's monopoly was bad for the legal process. They claim that the NBA used it to make money from lawyers. But critics are saying that the NBA's monopoly is necessary. Remember, the NBA maintains professional standards among lawyers. They are the central body that makes sure that Sandra Ezekwasile cannot just wake up and start parading herself as a lawyer. So it makes sense for them to have that control over access to the courts. Now, I should point out that right before this gazette appeared, a group of lawyers formed a splinter faction, which they called the New NBA or NNBA. And they wrote to Malami asking for recognition. And so some critics are wondering whether Malami issued this gazette as a way to give room for the NNBA or other rival factions to the NBA. Or perhaps it's just a coincidence. I don't know. So like I said, I really want to hear from lawyers on this particular one, but everyone else can also give their opinion. Lawyers, who has the power to amend the RPC? Do you agree or disagree with the status quo where the NBA has the exclusive right to issue stamps and seals for court documents? And then for everybody else who's listening, to everybody else who's listening, do you agree or disagree with this decision? What do you think about Olumide Akbata's statement? He's the NBA president. i I'll take two calls, two messages from WhatsApp and move on to the next story. 0700993-993-993. we We've got a day from Surulere on WhatsApp who says, as a lawyer, the attorney general has no legal power to take such action. He's the worst attorney general this country has ever had in the history of Nigeria. His prosecution records and performances have been terrible and pathetic. He should be stripped of his SAN title and sacked. His allegations against Magu are baseless, disgraceful and watery. He should be prosecuted and punished over the Magu saga. And then this person goes on to say that uh, Desmond Elliott's comment is a complete disgrace. Godfatherism has destroyed this nation. That's why we we have the wrong and incompetent people in offices and positions at all levels. We can see why there's no real foundation or structure for serious development and progress anywhere in the country. Corruption at all levels by leaders, politicians, their conspirators, cronies, family members, associates, businessmen and women, friends, bank officials, members of the legal profession, judicial officers, royal fathers, religious leaders, sycophants. This country can never, ever develop and progress through godfatherism. All right. Thank you, Ade, from Suru Leri for getting in touch. I love that we we heard from a lawyer first. Emeka is in Festa. Hello, Emeka.
1: Hello, good afternoon, guys.
0: Good afternoon. This is Sandra. Welcome.
1: Sandra, sorry.
0: It's okay. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, on the issue of Malami, hmm. I don't know whether he thought
3: he derived those powers. I'm not sure he realized that he just announced that of the nation and not the law
5: unto himself power to amend any law, whether even my village law, do not lie on individual, so he cannot purport to stop into a power he doesn't have. What would he, did he stand to gain if lawyers are polarized for the extent that the law do not have a singular direction? What would he stand to gain? We should play politics with decorum. There yeah, are
0: levels we don't take things to. Uh sorry about that, Emeka, but thanks for calling. Lucky is my final call. He's in Ikoyi. Hello, Lucky.
6: Yeah, how are you? I'm... I don't know your name. Can I know your
0: name, please? Sandra, that's my name. Sandra, lovely name. Thank you. Uh,
6: you, you see, you see, if I if I may just chip this in, hmm. what our MBA president? Mr. Olu Midi mm. has said it's final.
2: Okay.
6: it's total. Mm-hmm. And I love his approach. He's so he said he has not totally given us a, a submission. Look, wait until for that day, until we now arrive. But as it stands, mm. let us maintain the status quo, anti. That is, let us maintain what we have been doing. Mm. Because ordinarily, Malami does not have the right... The temerity to even you know, like, give us law. You can't give even an association, like the the, uh, the other speaker said, for an association, we have to come together as one. Hmm. And for an association, we, have to, we are more than one. So one person cannot come out and turn out a particular law. Maybe he woke up on the wrong side of his sleep and is telling us what is not. For crying out loud, we are lawyers, we are learned minds, we are hmm. people that... We, we we don't we don't just talk because we need to talk. Hmm. We talk on point and we talk on law. Hmm. You see, like the, the case of macfan UAC, if an act is void, it is in law nullity It doesn't need the act of court to set aside. It is not void without much ado. You cannot put something on nothing. Malami is not standing on anything. So all these this, this so-called it does not go to any issue.
0: All right, Lucky. Thank you for calling. Chukudi Rabba says, on the reopening of schools, the hard fact is that schools cannot be closed indefinitely. The huge challenge, it is argued, is how to strike a balance among competing priorities, the health and safety of those in the school community, the impact of the pandemic on jobs and families, and the need to effectively educate students. School reopening plans must be based on scientific data and public health guidelines, not political pressure. And such reopening requires caution, planning and vigilance vigilance on the nba it has been factionalized, and malami lacks the power to amend the rules such power lies with the general counsel of the bar and not with one person hmm. i like that a lot of lawyers listen to the show now let's talk about what desmond elliott said about godfatherism let me quote him word for word a godfather always tries to look after the interests of his people I am a product of godfatherism, but Tinubu has never for one day asked me to do something you know would be detrimental. It is progressive, so let him, Obasaki, not castigate the whole thing. If not for godfatherism, would he be where he is today? My point isn't even about him, it's that I want to talk about my candidate. End quote. So I have some questions for you, having heard from the horse's mouth. First of all, he says, quote, a godfather always tries to look after the interest of his people. And I want you to tell me if you think that is accurate. Eliot did not say usually. Desmond Eliot did not say mostly. He did not say sometimes. He said always. A godfather always tries to look after the interest of his people what he's saying is godfatherism is always a good thing and every godfather is looking out for the interest of the people and they are doing this all the time i know that as nigerians we don't like to uh, believe that words mean things but words actually mean things Now, do you agree or disagree? And then Desmond Yelot goes on to say that he is a product of godfatherism. That is, he became a lawmaker in Lagos State due to godfatherism. What do you think about that? I especially want to hear from people in Surulere. Desmond Elliott's constituency. How do you feel about your lawmaker saying that he is the product of godfatherism? Do you want your elected representatives to be products of godfatherism? And here's a question for Uh, Lagos, A general question for Lagos. Is it possible for an elected official to be a self-confessed product of godfatherism and still be loyal to the people first and foremost? And before we move on, what about his final point about Obaseki? He said Obaseki himself is a product of godfatherism. So it is hypocritical of him now to oppose it. And we've had other people say the same thing. They allege that Obasaki became governor with the help of Adam Zoshomole, his godfather at the time. So why is he now complaining if Oshomole now has a new godson? So those are the few questions that I have on that particular story. Is Desmond Elliot correct to say that godfatherism always favors the people? Do you think an elected official who says they are a product of godfatherism truly represents the people? And does Obasaki have the moral right to condemn godfatherism if he himself is a product of it? By the way, tomorrow at 5, we're going to talk about the upcoming Edo elections. I'll have somebody from the APC and somebody from the PDP on the show, 5 p.m. Make sure you're listening at that time. Paul is in Shagamu. Hello, Paul. Paul, yeah. are you there? I'm there. Yes, good afternoon. Welcome.
4: Good afternoon, Sandra.
0: Thanks for calling.
4: This, uh, I found myself on the earlier side of things. I'll just be... You see, it's fact, to realise something, that in life, every endeavour is driven by certain interest An interest. Okay. It could be either group interest, it could be political interest, it could be interest. Now, in the case of Godfather... They are driven by their own interests. They have their own interests. They have their own motives. So if a godfather, you know, decides to put him there, the godfather spends his money and spends his resources to put him there. It must be for his reason, not for health reasons, but for the interests of the society. At times, they, clark, they do use the interests, the general interest of the people as a clerk to cover their own self-interest. But if you look at it, they pursue their self-interest. The only Yes, yeah, for that, yes, it says it's corruption. That is why it says corruption is this way now. Hmm. Look, okay, look at the, the, the case of Oshomole and Obasi like right now. Oshomole was the one who condemned Aneni that there will not be godfatherism in Egusi. Now, is now the the champion or the protagonist of godfatherism by making sure that they will deal with uh, Obasi or not following the, the godfather, you know, desire. So the fact is this. The reason why we are where we are today is because for Fatherism are taking over. When there is Godfatherism, with mediocrity. People will ask, was any of the best candidates to have come from his own uh, constituency, to, have, to be representing his constituency? He's talking shit, the Godfatherism, the Godfather's, you know, I uh, would put the assumption of the person that he can work with to so make sure that his interest is best served and best protected. So, for have. You know, don't more harm than good. And if there's any good at all, it's just for the interest of the godfather. So that is that for his own uh, side of things. For the reopening of schools, Mm -hmm. I think the government should tread very carefully. Because I know they're trying to balance the issue of uh, the concern. Because most teachers have been stranded at home. You know, students are just beginning to get rusty. But they should know that it is the life of the student that matters most. Because even with the states to open school now, they need to have put a lot of structure in place or study the data they should have gathered from the first set of uh, SSS students they were allowed to write uh, their white. What have they gleaned? What have they learned from that? How are they going to put them into use? I think the Lagos State government is making trying to pressure and rushing blindly into this the school. I think they should have known
0: i have waited a bit
4: more. Yes, more. i put it in next year. I'll put structures and
0: facilities in place. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling us. James, in Lekki, how are you?
1: Yeah, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. Yeah, I, I think this is clear that um, uh, it, it shows the kind of democracy that we operate in this country. Mm. That, that uh, there is nothing democratic in every process. So, um an official can be imposed on us by a godfather so we have no option we don't have a choice we just have to accept the way uh, and so that might not even represent the interests of the populace so uh, he, he has just said the obvious truths about this old democratic process so there's no internal democracy nothing is clean about it so you at least He's he's very honest to come out to say it openly to the whole world for us to hear. Then we know the kind of politics we operate in this country. That's my opinion.
0: James, thanks for sharing it on Hard Facts. We've got Opeyemi Praise, who says, sometimes you wonder if the general, in attorney general, is a military rank. Alright, Uh good afternoon, Sandra. It's very sad that Garba Shehu can open his mouth against Obasanjo. Obasanjo is a nationalist who was very spot-on with his comments on this government and Buhari. Buhari has n- so much divided Nigeria, so much that tribes are against tribes with so much venom there have been division in nigeria but it is worse under this administration uh charles from uh, lagos says uh kevin rings from ijagun says "Mm." okay no that's a very very heavy comment i cannot share it uh on the live show we've got uh more comments here i Pity Buhari's supporters who never see anything wrong under his watch, Joe says. Well, people are free to support whoever they want to support. It's, it's a... well, and I guess people are free to criticize people for supporting whoever they want to support. Yes, it goes both ways. Aoudou is my name. And he says, I hope comrade Dakman goes to the market for him to be saying that Nigeria is feeling good, good in the hands of Buhari, uh, better than the 16 years of PDP. What a country, Sandra. Hmm. Can we step, a, you know, stay away from uh, directly um, talking about you know, callers. even though, you know, you were kind with what you said. You didn't say anything uh, derogatory. Let's move on to our final story. The obasanjo story is the one you all want to talk about, right? Um, when Abbasanjo made his statement last week, one of the things he said was, quote, economically, our country is becoming a basket case and poverty capital of the world. And socially, we are firming up as an unwholesome and insecure country. So he's specifically addressing the economic situation and the insecurity, and he's accusing the present administration of mismanaging both. Of course, we all saw the latest unemployment figures, yet again unemployment is up, underemployment is up. We also saw GDP go down. Some analysts are saying that this is due to COVID-19, but others are saying that while COVID-19 is partially responsible, the response could have been better. And then we have the security situation. The former president is saying that it's deteriorating. Last week, we talked about the price of maize. And how it has gone up because insecurity is displacing maize farmers in the north. So we are all living with the insecurity. Even the presidency acknowledges that there are security problems. So I guess what they have a problem with is Obasanjo blaming the president for the insecurity. Now, a lot of critics are saying that Garba Shehu's statement doesn't directly address the points that Obasanjo makes. They say that he spent most of his statement criticizing Obasanjo's own record as president and his current actions. And that raises a question. Does the presidency owe Obasanjo a response or not? And it goes back to a question I asked initially. Why do people's opinions of Obasanjo change so radically? Would Comrade Akpan have said the things he said about uh, Obasanjo if uh, it was during Jonathan's time that Obasanjo penned an open letter? What did Comrade Akpan say about Obasanjo's open letters to Jonathan? When Jonathan was president and Obasanjo was criticizing him, the PDP called him all sorts of names. The APC called him a statesman, including then-candidate Buhari called Obasanjo a statesman. Now the roles have reversed, and he's suddenly the divider-in-chief. Are people responding to Obasanjo's message, or are they responding to the messenger? Should the presidency address the specific criticisms that Obasanjo raised? Do you think so? Paul is in his solo. Hello, Paul. Thanks for calling. Hello. Hi, Sandra. Paul. Thanks for calling. Uh, thank you. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon.
5: Okay. Uh, quickly, let me uh, uh, chip in about um, Desmond and also about Sanjo. Yes, go ahead. Quickly, please. I'll mm-hmm. try as much as possible. Go ahead. You see, uh, Sandra, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when we are growing up, we, we are living under our parents. Let's mm-hmm. say our parents for life should be our godfather. Okay. Our biological father. Okay. But in a stage in life, you are you are grown up and you should live on your own, take decisions on your own, adult things on your own. Yeah? Mm-hmm, so... Mm-hmm. Yes. So they don't impose anything on us at a stage life. Mm-hmm. They don't decide for us. You are old enough and a man enough to take decision on your own. Mm-hmm. And you live far away from your parents, they don't watch o- they don't watch over you mm. again. Mm. So there are, so on a normal circumstance, even the way God created or uh, created the whole decision it shouldn't even be anything like God for that reason. Mm. There are even is a total wrong wrong uh, 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 ethic. Is a wrong ethic. If you have done your own, be a role model to the upcoming or whoever that emerges the people chooses. Be a role model. Somebody they can consult is an elder state just like Obasanjo. Hmm. And that is what Obasanjo, let me now just bring in Obasanjo. That is what Obasanjo is doing. If you go to Ghana up to today, JJ Lawrence still talks. JJ Lawrence is not even a partisan. Hmm. He still talks, he still, they still come to him for, for direction, for advice when needed. He speaks and when things are going wrong. That is what it's supposed to be. It's not about, you know, Nigeria. We are too sentimental that we are PDP, we are APC for life, we are PDP for life. You cannot even speak out the truth when.
0: Even the politicians are not PDP and APC for life. You say say (laughs) the problem.
5: You say this. Yeah. But uh, us, Bassante, have been a true nationalist. You know when PDP doing Jonathan was messing or doing some kind of things, Obasan, you know, Obasan came out openly and rejected his party. He wasn't even doing it to his own favor or what. He wasn't he, at least, he, he should keep quiet and be getting whatever, Jonathan, whatever, all I know is what. When he cares, he thinks about the general Nigerians. He looks at them, he looks at the people, are they turning over some certain decision or what, he calls you and say it. Okay, doing this or not? He goes to the grassroots. He understands us. He feels our feelings. So, lot of things they are doing. That's where they are getting wrong. The man is an elder statesman. He's a nationalist.
0: All right, Paul. Thanks for calling us, Joseph in Inajah. Hello. Oh, uh,
5: good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joseph. How are you? Fine, thank you. Yes, I Desmond Tutu.
0: You see, that's one Elliot, not, not Desmond Tutu. Oh,
5: okay. <laughs> uh, Elliot, Elliot, Elliot. Yes, Elliot. yeah. It's very unfortunate. I am hearing this from this uh, guy. Can he mention one thing Godfather or Godfather oh, God, has done so good for this country? Godfather, mm. they to this country into this mess that we are today, right from. 1999. What is he talking about? There was struggle to be, to become a politician, and when opportunity comes, they go there and make up everything and start talking as if they are not from Nigeria or from some... In fact, it is it is a very big shame. How can you say gotturalism is good for Nigeria? Second, a passenger... Is on the right side. Obasanjo supported this government during the campaign, during the election. He thought this government would change everything from PDP. And today, he never sees anything he expected from this government. Rather, they are watching the condition of this government, I mean, uh, of this country. And when he's speaking now, somebody, the government supporters, will come out and Start talking what they know is good for them, but not for the Nigerians. It is so bad for some of these
2: Nigerians.
0: To be honest, all right, Joseph, thanks for calling. Emmanuel Bassi on Twitter says, In the eyes of the law, the Attorney General has done nothing which can be acted upon. But as the court has said, it's decided it is uh, salutary to have the court declare such acts null and void. Good afternoon, Sandra. All right, Emmanuel Bassi. As he knows, Odima says, My school is ready for reopening next week. We've put up the necessary things for reopening. Abiodun Olola Ola- o- o- Day says, Desmond Elliott is absolutely right. Right. Godfathers like Tinubu are always after the interests of those that have submitted to his calculated control. We've also got Idris uh, Momodu who sent us a tweet. Idris, we're not going to be taking that tweet because, um, well, it's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm asking several questions on the show today because it was a big weekend. First question I'm asking, is your child's school ready? ready to reopen next week how do lawyers feel about the rule change by the attorney general can godfatherism ever be a good thing what do you think about obasanjo's latest remarks and also what do you think about the good turn for nigeria in the p and id case i am sandra azikwasli you're listening to hard facts on 99.3 nigeria info Stay right here on the
2: 9.3. Sherry Info.
0: Rome Business School Nigeria is a managerial training and research institute of excellence. With the best international standards at Rome Business School Nigeria, we provide managerial training courses
6: that will help you kick off your professional career.
0: Our courses range from business administration to international human resource management, as well as marketing and communications, plus more. With dual intakes every year in October and March, our 2020 admission is already open. The Lagos campus is situated at 10B Abimbola, Okunuga, Crescent, Ikeja, GRA, Lagos, for more information, contact us on 0810 508 4635 or 0901 401 7607. Rome Business School, Nigeria. Better managers for a better world. This is
2: the big three. The big three. On the hard facts.
6: On 99.3. Nigeria Info. <laughs>
0: Minutes to the top of the hour, good day. It's absurd when we feel Obasanjo doesn't have the right to constructively criticize this government. The fact that we are even able to air our views on this platform is Obasanjo that made that possible. He even founded the EFCC. The present day government is using to fight corruption. Even the locally made food this present government is taking credit for isn't cheap. So where's the hope for the common man? This is a total disaster. Thanks, Osset your message to us you didn't leave us your name though we've got uh, somebody here who says obasanjo lives in a glass house and he's throwing stones he's forgotten that people had the record of his regime and they're ready to play the records for him whenever he goes astray whatsapp is 080-959-75805 80 uh hello sandra uh, Obaseki was never a God's son to Oshomole. He was actually instrumental to Oshomale becoming governor as he helped rally support and sponsors for Oshomale after he left the Labour Congress, Osei says. Osei, thank you for sending your message in. Uh, Sandra, in as much as I know that... Um, former president Obasanjo birthed 20th and 21st century corruption yet he is on point it took the presidency three days to respond to the open secret that the former president still took his time to divulge and what ordinary Nigerians know I thought the presidency is compiling the achievement of its administration but alas their response was arrogantly and vaguely delivered pathetic says musu, thank you for sending your message in Sandra Chief Obasanjo is a true